0: Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everybody, Shep Hyken here, and we are back with another episode of Amazing Business Radio. Very excited to have a repeat offender back on the show. Clara Bosk-Scott is back To talk about our new book, which I'll tell you about in just a moment. But before I get into that, uh, a few quick ideas, thoughts, things, if you will. And that is if you've got a question or a story that you want to share with me, go to my social media channels Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, you know where they are. And if you have a question, use the hashtag AskShep. And I will answer the questions either right there on this show or my TV show, which is Be Amazing or Go Home, which can be found on Amazon Prime, Apple TV, Roku, C-Suite TV, a number of other stations, and we have put the entire first season now on uh, YouTube, and just go to beamazing.tv, and you will see those episodes. All right, let's get into our amazing interview today, and that's with Claire Boss Scott. I told you that she's been here before. She is really known for mystery shopping, and we talked about her her book the last time, and and that was gosh quite a while ago I believe maybe not that long ago it seems like a long time ago (laughs) Uh, but the newest book just came out just came out and it's called The Secret Diary of a Mystery Shopper. I think knowing just the title kind of gives you an idea of what Claire is all about. Welcome back to the show Claire.
1: Oh hello hello thank you for having me back yes I think it was uh, it's almost like a Having a new, new uh, giving birth to a new baby, isn't it? I think last time we spoke was January, now it's September. We're about right
0: there. Yeah, you know, and and Claire, uh, regarding the birth of a new baby, I personally wouldn't know. <laughs> so no, no I guess, point. yeah, it, it, uh, it's been almost nine months, hasn't it? So uh, since uh, we last talked, and here you are with a book. I I'm not the father, am I?
1: No, no, not
0: this one. <laughs> okay, good. Just making sure. Just making sure. So, well, great. Well, congratulations. And I love the title. And it's a fun book. I mean, just, you know, the the title itself is fun. Give us a little, uh, first of all, one minute on you, and then give us a little synopsis on the book. We're going to talk about the book, but there's some other questions that I have for you related to mystery shopping.
1: Sure. Um, so, quickly, um, I've uh, I'm French originally, but I've been... Uh, traveling around for quite a few years now and I live on a little island which is called Jersey between France and England Um, and 11 years ago I thought why not starting up my own mystery shopping business because there was no one here locally on the island who was measuring the customer service and we had to fly over people from the UK uh, to actually do that kind of service. So I kind of packed my job, I sold my house, and I started the business. And that was the beginning of my journey with the mystery shopping.
0: Wow. Um, <laughs> that Jersey, was a bit so
1: years ago, yeah. And when you
0: say, yeah, I'm from Jersey, when you're over here in the US, that means something completely different than Jersey between England and France.
1: <laughs> that's right, that's right. There's a bit of water in between. <laughs>
0: So, do it, where you live? Do how many people live on on the island?
1: A hundred thousand people.
0: It's very. It's like a small town.
1: It is a very small town for you.
0: <laughs> and, and are you able to make an entire living off of this, just being in Jersey, or do you travel well, around the world doing this?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing as well. When it started, it, it was very new, and no one was actually doing that kind of service. And very quickly, I kind of grew to do mystery shopping in jersey on another island which is called guernsey another island which is all called isle of man so i kind of became a little bit of a specialist in in island mystery shopping uh because the mainland really didn't have enough mystery shoppers on island and it was too much faff really to find mystery shoppers so I kind of became a little bit of that the the the, uh, the the queen of the islands in mystery shopping.
0: Well, um, I mean, queen is part of who you are.
1: It is, isn't it? <laughs> That's kind of how way it all started, really. Um, and then it kind of grew as well, because really, when we talk about mystery shopping ship, you know it. It's a measurement, isn't it? But if the business doesn't do anything with it, it's no point to do it in the first place.
0: So that's, so that's a great place for us to start. Yes. Mystery shopping is a measurement. It's actually yeah. the method to get to a measurement. Um, so I, and let's talk about what... And, and I think there's a difference between them. You say mystery shopping is a measurement. I think mystery shopping is the method to get you there. Or am I saying the same thing you are?
1: Uh, yes, I, I, I'm, I'm sure we are saying exactly the same thing. Mystery shopping is actually being able to put, when um, we put a program together, uh, understanding what the objective of this program is, we'll create, design a questionnaire, and then we send mystery shoppers, so anonymous shoppers, secret shoppers, into the organization, and they come back and give you some objective view of what the service was all about.
0: All right. How many... Uh, places do they measure? In other words, what are, do, they, do, you, do they come in with a list of what they're looking for?
1: Absolutely, yes. So this is a big, important part of it. When you're creating your, your, your uh, program right at the beginning, it's really understanding what you're trying to measure. Are you measuring the sales technique? Are you measuring the customer satisfaction? Are you measuring the environment? How does it look? How does it feel? And so, you know, being able to, when you design in this, it's really in the first questions is what do you want to see? What do you want to know when you get and how you're going to change things, which is, you know, that's the key to designing a, a really good program.
0: Would, uh, so I know that um, a friend of mine does mystery shopping in the hotel industry.
1: Right. And
0: yeah. uh, what happens is, um, they go in with a list of like 150 areas that they're looking for. Mm. Is yours that extensive?
1: For hotels, yes, because hotel you're actually measuring all the different departments. So you'll have the reception, then you'll have the bar, you'll have the spa, you'll have the restaurant. So the you know when you're looking at it, and people think, oh, mystery shopping. Oh, I'd love to be a mystery shopper. I love shopping. Well, <laughs> it's not quite as simple as that because, like you said, when you have 150 questions to remember, it takes a lot of really good memory, very good diligence to remember things, to be very prompt, to be very trustworthy, um, to do things on time. So there's a lot of very important characteristic to actually become a mystery shopper. Um, I, I do. Uh, when I do a poor program with a client, we, you know, we try to reduce the questions to probably about 30 questions,
0: 30 questions. So great. Yeah. Can you because... give me an idea of what some of these questions are?
1: of course so it, it it is as if you were walking the customer journey and this is the thing as well when you're looking at the customer journey and you're looking at the one mystery shopping program they're line with each other because the, the 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 customer will the shopper will actually go through that journey so when you're walking in somewhere you know was you know where but did the assist, did the, the uh, assistant look at you make eye contact did they smile at you was everything in order did the shop flow you know if you're in a retail environment perhaps you know was it boxes everywhere was it a mess or was it nice and neat, neatly organized yeah. you know and then you're getting into a bit more of maybe the sales opportunity where did the assistant come and acknowledge you and did they when you made an eye contact, or when you started giving them a bit of the the I am looking for something, you know, and then project knowledge, you're checking their sales technique, you know, how do they close the deal, how do you get then to the till and finish it off, and then off you go, kind of things.
0: Right. So they're so,
1: really following the journey of the customers that the mystery shopper will follow.
0: Uh, this works. Uh, obviously, you're talking consumerism right here. Uh, but well, what about the B2B world? Do you feel it, it's effective there?
1: Well, it, it's effective everywhere, really. Really, I mean, that, and that's the thing. That's the thing about mystery shopping. It is so powerful, and you, it can be, it can really be put into any organization at any time, whether it's internal or external. Mystery Shopping gives you that objective point of view of what is happening at this moment in time.
0: Yep. Yep. Very good. All right. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about, you know, why measuring customer service is so important. I mean, I think everybody here says, yeah, duh, we know it. But I I want to hear your point of view on why you believe it's so important.
1: Well, you know, I think a lot of the time, and I think that's what happened at the beginning when I set up my business. I was doing the mystery shopping, but I couldn't really see businesses improving as much as what I thought they would. And then suddenly you realize that they were getting the results, but they were doing nothing about it. So you were getting some really good information about. What happened? What was said? How did they feel? You know those kind of things. But the the business was either too busy to do something about it, or they didn't know what to do with the results. So actually, being able to measure your customer service gives you some feedback where you can really start developing, implementing new strategies, developing new strategies, implementing training, and then be able to measure it again, celebrating success identifying gaps. Those are the kind of things that really are so powerful when you receive your mystery shopping results.
0: Yeah, I, I think what you're you're saying is that many people look at data and the data by the way, if it comes from mystery shopping, if it comes from surveys, it doesn't matter. But I think what you're one of I'm not hearing frustration, but I think it is frustrating that companies get this data. And then don't do anything with it. They just look at it and go, okay, now we know. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, now you know. Well, what are you going to do about it, right?
1: Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. And, <laughs> yeah, so the, the, that's where the next step started really in my business, where I started doing a, a lot more on the consultancy side of it, where you're saying, okay, well, this is that's the objectives. That's where we're trying to achieve. That's where you are now. What are we going to do? How are we going to get to that? You know, how are we going to fill those gaps and really identifying areas of improvement, whether it's more training, whether it's more um, personal rapport building, you know, all those kind of things which are so, so important when you're in that service industry and that service environment where it's not just about selling things, isn't it? It's about building that rapport, connecting with people to give that great service.
0: Yeah, The book is called The Secret Diary of a Mystery Shopper by our good friend, Claire Bosk Scott. And you can get it on Amazon. It has become a number one bestseller. You can get it today. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk more about the book. We're going to talk about customer service. We're going to talk about mystery shopping and much more. Don't go away. We're coming right back. Cult is not a scary word. My book, The Cult of the Customer, proves it. It helps you design a strategy to lead customers and employees through five cultural phases or cults and good news I've revised and updated the book the new edition the cult of the customer is available for purchase now it features case studies tips and tactics to guide you on the journey from uncertainty to amazement and build a customer focused culture a cult of the customer so what are you waiting for go to www cult of the customer.com go there today and order join the cult that turns satisfied customers into customer evangelists the cult of the customer you're listening to amazing business radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert shep hyken we're back on amazing business radio talking with claire bascott the author of the new best-selling book the secret diary of a mystery shopper and uh you know, Claire, I know that people are worried when they're being mystery shopped. They're concerned they're going to um, be brought in because they made a mistake. Oh, but I, can I, before we get into this, I just remembered an amazing story uh, oh, that I've got to share with you. One of my clients, and this is the reason I got called. And I'm so, I was so excited about this opportunity. So, so the companies, and I don't know about you, Claire, tell me if this is true for you. The companies that typically call me are companies that are already good at what they do. They just want to stay good or get better when it comes to service and experience. Is that the same for you? Or do you find that you have more people that are going, oh, my gosh, we're in trouble. Let's hire Claire.
1: Well, actually, with this mystery shopping, it is more people who are actually know that something is not quite right. And that's why they want to start a program. It's interesting, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Really, you-
1: you should be able to do mystery shopping to measure and confirm and celebrate that you're doing things right. And yep. when an organization have never done it before, the time they actually think, oh, that's what we need is when perhaps it's already perhaps too late.
0: Right, yeah. yeah. So this is exactly what happened. This mm-hmm. company, a retailer, mystery shopped their stores. There was a board of directors member who went to shop in one of the stores Mm -hmm. and the service was so bad. Okay. Mm -hmm. And he said to the manager, aren't you guys concerned? You get mystery shopped and this, I mean, this was really bad. And this is what the manager said. The mystery shopper was just in last week. We don't have to worry about it again for another three to four weeks.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Unbelievable.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, oh, who'd they call? They called me <laughs> and they go, well, I'm not, it's, I'm not about the mystery shopping, but about the turning around the, uh, the whole concept of service and experience. All right. So, um, we, I was, I was getting into this. People are worried about, you know, they're going to be called on the carpet. They could even be fired. And I know you have a big idea about internal, uh, programs starting before the external programs, uh, begin. Uh, let's talk yeah. about that for a few minutes.
1: Absolutely. And I think that comes back to exactly what you've just said about that manager, that the attitude of that manager, if the manager is thinking like that, imagine what the employees are going to feel or think they'll be thinking exactly the same, right? So it really is uh, when you're putting a mystery shopping program, the important things is to be very open and very um, transparent about the reason why the program is being put on. And, and getting everybody involved, getting everybody really kind of part of it. you even giving the questionnaire to the, 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 the employees because you're not trying to trick anybody. You just want them to do their job, right?
0: Yep. And you know what, <laughs> so, I think when you show them the questionnaire, I think that they now see, oh, this is where you want me to excel. These are, these are uh, opportunities in that customer's journey that you want me to be aware of hmm. and manage well.
1: Mm, absolutely yeah. so uh, it's um, it really is important to roll out an internal program before you roll out your external program so being you know part of your part of your training part you should have a mystery shopping training day you should you know make everybody aware you should remind them you know what's expected of them at the end of the day if you don't do that and you and i i'm sure we, we're both very uh, a very fan of training. We need to give the, our employees the tools t- for them to deliver great service, exceptional, amazing service. Um, so mystery shopping is exactly the same thing. Be very transparent. Share the result. Don't you know hide things away because the more you hide, the more people will feel threatened by it.
0: And mm, that's transparency.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
0: So. You know, I'm I'm looking at the book. Um, I I just tell us like your favorite. Your what's the biggest takeaway of the book?
1: Well, it's so
0: it, many. I know there's so many.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think there's um you know, and I've made it fun. And you you see the colliver, and I've got some little illustrations, and I made it fun because mystery shopping is a, a fabulous. You know, it's it's a fun uh, things to do. But when you're learning to do it properly and well. And, and what's so powerful for me is to see the transformations of companies once they start doing the mystery shopping, and then moving on towards you know two months, three months, six months, a year later, and you can see the result going up and up and up. And this is you know uh, yesterday uh, before the launch, we had one of my clients there who'd been working for together for ten years and they all love it the employees love it they wait for mr shopping result to see if they got 100% because they get a bonus for it so you know it's um it's a very powerful it is a book because there's lots of stories but it is a business book because every story has a moral to story yeah and it gives ideas on how you can improve um your service delivery the things that you could be thinking about doing, whether it's mystery shopping or, like you said, it could be online, it could be NPS, it could be, you know, customer journey, customer experience. So all those things are part of that CX strategy that businesses should put in place.
0: Yeah, it's almost as if you're gamifying the uh, uh, the, the whole mystery shopping program internally, saying, "Hey." Let's hit these scores. You know, you want to make you want to make it so everybody has a chance to win. You don't want to uh, have true winners and losers. Uh, mm-hmm. But if you can, you know, gamify it where everybody has that chance. One of the cool things we had a client that said, "Hey, if if somebody is Mister Mystery shopping, their chances are their own uh, uh, the store." And this was a large retailer, a chain of retail stores across the U.S., and they said if one, you know, chances are the mystery shoppers only talking to one or two, maybe three people out of a store that at any given time has 20 to 25 people working at Mm -hmm. that location. But guess what? If the score comes back, everybody wins. Mm -hmm. And so it wasn't like one person was singled out. It wasn't like the store got a score. No, everybody got the score. Everybody got to participate in the prize. And the prize was really nothing more than, uh, a, I mean, it, it's it's a big deal sometimes when you bring in food for everybody, but mm. to celebrate with, I don't know if it was a breakfast or if it was an after, after work pizza party or whatever, but it, it wasn't a big deal, but it was mm. so, you know, it built camaraderie and it built enthusiasm for the program, So, uh, which, which I love. So I, I, uh, I think that's where you're going with it you know, any last thoughts from the book that you want to share? And then I'm going to ask you my one thing question.
1: Um, No, read it with, read it with your team, you know, as a, you know, it's, it's, it's not a big book. It's only 80 pages. Um, So it's, there's three, there's five stories. The good. Are there pictures included
0: in these 80 pages?
1: There's little pictures I know I know (laughs) which are so cool
0: 80 pages with pictures I'm reading this book
1: (laughs) And they're big pictures (laughs) But they're fun stories that people will relate to and they're easy to read and actually you can think this could happen to me this, this, oh, this happened to me already. You know, you're really kind of relating because there are stories and everybody loves stories, don't they?
0: Yeah. All right. Yeah. Before I ask you the one thing question, I do want to ask you, uh, I'm trying to be a little bit more cognizant of experts such as yourself, the observation you're making related to the pandemic and how, especially in the retail world, restaurants especially are, are struggling. Uh, Where do you see uh, opportunity with customer service?
1: I think, you know, Shep, it's it's like everybody now more than ever has any businesses got to really kind of take care of their customers. There had never been a a more important time. And, you know, in terms of the mystery shopping industry, obviously face-to-face, everything has reduced as soon as the confinement started. Now things start moving again. Uh, but you can see the the rate the rise of online mystery shopping phone call mystery shopping uh, you know the pandemic opened different opportunities or, or different communications now that yeah. wasn't there before and all those are just as important in terms of customer service if you don't answer your phone your customers you're going to drive them insane if you don't respond to your emails you know, those are, it's exactly the same, whether you're online or offline to, to look after your customers is a priority.
0: <laughs> yes. Priority. <laughs> priority. I, 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 I think that it, it, today, uh, the customers got a heightened sense of, um, maybe it's a little stress anxiety, if you will. Mm-hmm. And therefore they want something that should be easy, something in the past that has been easy to be just as easy, if not even better. All Mm -hmm. right, we are at the end of the interview. Basically, my one thing question, the one thing you want to share with this audience, the one idea, strategy, tactic, tip, it's something that is new or something that you've already talked about today and you just want to emphasize, what is it?
1: Well, I think like we talked about the pandemic uh, ship. The pandemic has shown us how important we are as businesses and that we have a responsibility. We are becoming accountable for our environment, our people and our customers. And every single business owners, CEOs, board of directors need to start caring more for their employees and their customers and really kind of put them in the middle of everything that they do. Celebrate what they're doing right. Give them the tools to do their job and really kind of really generally show that you care. Is that rock?
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it. And I just think that you're right. Uh, now more than ever, it's a time to show uh, both employees and customers that we're the ones we, we don't want to be your vendor. We don't want to be your supplier. We just don't, we don't want to be just the store you go to. We want to be, uh, in a sense, your partner mm. and and be connected at that emotional level. Mm. Wow. Well, thank you. That is a great uh, answer and a great interview today. The book, again, The Secret Diary of a Mystery Shopper by Claire Bosk Scott, all the way from Jersey. And that's not the Jersey on the East Coast of the United States. So thanks for coming back on the show, Claire.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's uh, I love it.
0: I love it. (laughs) Me too. All right, everybody, that wraps up another week of Amazing Business Radio. And we're going to have another great interview next week. So please be sure to come back and tune in. And between now and then, I sure you, stay healthy, stay safe, and remember to always be amazing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.